Welcome to International Podcast Month, or IPM. IPM 2019 is brought to you by our Indiegogo producers, Richard Kreutz-Landry, Robert Anderson, The Drinking and Screaming Podcast, The Ostium Network, Damian Sidlow, Max Kasparek, Aaron Keon, Kyle Decker, Rocky Lee, Ryan Bolter, and Neon Green Tiger. A very special thank you to all of our Indiegogo supporters and to the IPM organizational team. And now, on to the episode. Greetings one and all to a very special IPM one-shot of Scum and Villainy by Stras Akimovic and John LaBeouf Little. Opening and closing credits are Complex Maneuvers and Asteroids by Technoaxe and is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 International License. Without any further ado, let's meet our players for this evening. Uh, hi, I'm Gavin Gaddis. I make Standard Docking Procedure, a sci-fi uh, sitcom, and today I'll be playing a goofy character. <laughs> surprise, surprise. On Scum and Villainy, I'll be playing Mill Hawker, also known as Zipper. He's a spacer. He really likes to weld. He's got a gambling problem that isn't really helpful to the mission, but it's there. <laughs> uh, I'm Vin Labate. I produce and play on The Chimera which is a sort of weird fiction, actual play podcast. We tend to switch around between campaigns. We do some D&D. We do some sci-fi stuff. Right now we're uh, playing the staff of a haunted bar. Uh, And I also produce The Exquisite Lich, which is an actual play, fifth edition anthology podcast that comes out sometimes. Uh, And I will be playing Ula St. Germain, who is definitely not a space vampire. Hi, I'm Victoria, and I play on the uh, Dungeons & Dragons 5e actual play podcast, Sacrosanct. Today on Scum & Villainy, I will be playing Antoinette, a stitch who likes fancy things. Hello, I'm the mysterious voice in the sky, Waffles, and I will be be playing everyone who's not them. You can find me sometimes here or there, and currently on the Iron Hides podcast, where I play a cowboy. Everyone describe their quarters. That sounds like a fun place to start. What are you guys doing when you get the call? Well, Mill's quarters are, uh, they, they, he would say they're clean, but they're not, because they're full of parts and random bric-a-brac, a lot of welding sticks, uh, and he has a pin board up over his bunk that is covered in patches for missions that look like he's been on but are actually just leftovers from ships he's ripped apart at the scrapyards uh he likes to keep trophies of all the different patches that people left behind on their spacesuits. uh he's probably just chilling in a in a jumpsuit welding just to weld <laughs> all of his clothes are gray they weren't originally but that's what welding does to you um, I would actually imagine that Antoinette is not in her quarters she's actually probably in her little what would we call it? The med bay? The the little office that she has where she emergency stitches people up and, and gives them whatever sort of help they need. Um, and I think that she is sitting in one of the the chairs at her little desk there. 
and it is everything is nice and neat and it is pristine and i think that she is probably slumped over a i don't think it's a book anymore it's probably some sort of like a a projection of of a text that she's reading and she is very much knocked out just fell asleep reading it her heels are off and her her head is in her her arms that are folded on the desk and she's passed out uh ula's quarters are they're clean they're nice they're a little sparse there's a bed it has like there's a lot of silk in the room there's you know silk pillowcases silk sheets uh some silk wall hangings that look like they would be curtains but there's no windows the bed doesn't look like it's ever been slept in exactly but it's still there it's like sort of right in the middle of the room there are a couple of shelves of actual books uh, and a like a mini fridge with a padlock on it. It's actually probably a biometric lock on it. And Ula is probably sitting at her desk, just casually reading like some old, old, like pulpy horror novel and sipping something out of an opaque cup with a lid, like one of those lids that has a built-in straw. Um, that's when we hear the bloop, 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 bloop. Incoming message. Ula does nothing. Antoinette, bloop, bloop, like, bloop. starts awake. Bloop, bloop, bloop. Uh, uh, huh? Huh? Incoming message. Bloop, bloop, bloop. Ula taps the intercom. Is anyone going to get that? You just hear, like, startled static as, like, Mill uses his elbow to hit the button. He's like, I got two things together here. Come on. Uh... I got it. I answer the message. A little screen pops up. Oh, is it is it on? Hello. It's on. Hello. It's on. One, one second, and you hear some shuffling and like the pushing of a crate, and this small, what looks like a dolphin in a spacesuit, hops up on a tiny box. Hello. Hello. Yep. I can hear you. Hey. What do you want? Uh, is this the Lost Cause? Yes. Oh, excellent. I was looking to hire you for a job. Okay, hold on just a second. I mute that, and then I tap the intercom. Someone wants to pay us money to do a thing. Do you guys want to get in here? Come on, I almost had a vacuum cleaner. There's just... (laughs) Some very radioactive and very dangerous parts clatter on a desk. I, fine, fine. Here, here, here I come. Here I come, dear. And she stands up. She slips on her heels and she starts walking with great purpose in that direction because she absolutely needs to hear about this job. I leave the dolphin on hold until they show up. <laughs> Mills just got like grease smeared on him in random places which is weird because he's not been working with anything that's covered in grease it's just there uh and he's just gonna like flop down in a chair with an adjustable wrench don't and sit down you the f- there's come on like we all live here this is a this is technically a common space we get we gotta have some uh, decorum here she waves there's just a faint there's just a faint metallic jingle because he's got an adjustable wrench that he fidgets with constantly i'd turn the dolphin back on go ahead uh, so, I um, represent uh, people who don't want me to say that I represent them. I messed that up already. Anyway, I have a lot of money if you want to 
if you want, can you break somebody out of prison? Well, it's not really a prison, but it's kind of like a prison. So if it's not really a prison, then what is it? Um, it's a recording studio. Ooh, that wasn't the answer I expected. I, I generally like no. like a family gathering or or a, a, a university course, but a recording studio. I did. Hmm. Mm. Mm. Those are both very good. Very How good. is a family gathering like a prison? Well, oh, do you really need to ask that? No, you've never lived on a okay. colony ship, have you? I'm an only child. That'll do it. Mm. I grew up in a cult, so. <laughs> oh, that'll do it. <laughs> So, why are we breaking somebody out of a recording studio? Because uh, they don't want to make music no more. But they're stuck there. Yes. Why? Is this like a metaphorical kind of thing for a contract, or are we talking actually... Oh, did they sign a very bad contract? Uh, no. Uh, they they were made. They're uh, a robot. Uh, okay. So somebody's paying us to steal the robot. Well, rescue the robot. Rescue the robot. Steal's a strong word. Somebody's paying us to rescue the robot. Uh, That's better. Yes. I'm in. Well, that was easy. Uh, (laughs) I feel like I have a follow-up. Yeah, hold on. Do we really need... I mean, there's a robot involved. It's going to be cool. I mean... Okay, you can can put that out there, and I'll I'll let that be a given. Um, Why... Are you paying someone a lot of money to go into a recording studio and take a robot? That doesn't seem like a high-end kind of expensive activity. Oh, it's the Starsmith Guild, which you would recognize as the largest uh, multimedia corporation in the galaxy. Perhaps I spoke too soon. Eva hmm. gold rush, the dolphin exclaims. And you all would recognize Evigal Rush as one of the current top-of-the-chart singer-songwriters. Uh, they have uh, a head that is pretty much a galaxy cube and fashion for days. <laughs> so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mute you again. Okay. Sorry, go ahead, Antoinette. Does, does this mean that Eva doesn't want to be a pop star anymore? Sounds about right. Or that she wants a better negotiating position. Yeah. I'll, I'll be honest with you. A lot of the fun got sucked out of this when it became more of a humanoid situation. I thought we were dealing with industrial equipment, you know, cranes, hmm. fun things. This is, I mean, right, this works. There's audio equipment. Oh, how shocking. You know, hey. amps. Oh, I can steal. I got amps. I... Um, yeah, so how do we feel about this situation? Well, money can be exchanged for goods and services, mm-hmm. so I'm into it. I mean, I suppose it seems a very odd request. I'm still a little skeptical, but I do love all of Eva Goldrush's songs, so okay, I can't, I can't help but say yes. I'm really biased on this one, actually, so... Okay. Um, unmute. So... This sounds like a trap. What are you offering? Oh, it's, it's not supposed. How do I make it not sound like a trap? Tell me what you're offering. Oh, um, one second. I have the. It's like shuffling around papers. Yes, uh, this many, and puts up a piece of uh, electronic paper that uh, 
blinks and says 150 credits. Mute. <laughs> That's a pretty large number. That number is huge. What uh what 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 gets me about it is it sounds like they don't necessarily know that's a large number um can either can any of us tell how how old a dolphin is yeah, i think there's a roll you can make for that sure. that sounds like sounds like roll territory i can roll doctor <laughs> our first roll is to determine the age of a dolphin i am and very this into this <laughs> it's a very important role playing all right to age dolphin oh yes uh five Dang. Uh, that dolphin is at least six. Do I know if that's <laughs> maybe seven? Old for like in human years, or is that is that in dolphin years? Uh, both. <laughs> oh, okay. We're dealing with an adolescent dolphin, which is exactly what Antoinette says. She says, "Um, this is a child. <laughs> Do we trust the word of a child? Are we? Are it, it? Should we ask them to speak to their parent? Has the dolphin stolen their parents' credits?" And wants us to bring them their favorite pop star for funsies. Hmm. Unmute. All right. I'm going to send you the link to our account. You're going to send us half up front. Oh, I have a note that says 10% up front. But I said half. But it's not my money. All right. Let's start with that 10%. And if it goes through, we'll negotiate from there. Ah, okay. Link sent. Ding. Mills Mills Ranch is just getting louder with his thumb flicking against the <laughs> adjustments because he's trying to calculate 10% of 150 in his head quietly. <laughs> <laughs> there are now 15 credits in your account. 50, all right. Okay, do you have any further information about the security stuff that we have to do? Very professional. I just run the fan site. <sighs> okay, this all makes oh a lot more boy. sense now. <laughs> all night. Is oh boy, okay, dear, and she's she's kind of leaning in to talk to the dolphin. <laughs> what are what? Are, where exactly are we bringing Eva if we decide to take this, which we haven't yet? I don't know. I just told to hire you. Well, that's pertinent information. I assume you guys know this sort of thing. You're the professionals. I run a fan site. Okay. Do you have the ability to talk to whomever you're hiring us on behalf of? Yeah. So why don't you ask them to... Okay, I'll send them a DM. Okay, send them a DM. And also... (laughs) They hop off the box and walk away from the camera. (laughs) In the far future, they're still called DMs. (laughs) (laughs) so this is a lot of money it is and it's not that i'm saying no even if it is their parents credit card that's fine (laughs) i'll take it wherever i can get it however does somebody from a fan site doing this give anybody just a little bit of a worry Uh, you know repeat those people who run streaming services, they I mean they make more money than you'd think. It's you know, it's a privilege working with you two, but it's I feel like a common thread that keeps coming up is this part of us actually taking the job always feels like we stumble a bit. And I while I don't necessarily have qualms against kidnapping a robot pop star. Uh your words were saving. Let's go with relocating. 
Relocating is a very good neutral word. I like that one. <clears throat> Strategically positioning a robot pop star. We don't know where we're taking them. And you hear some shuffling, and the dolphin climbs back up. Oh, they say anywhere but there. So if we take Eva and we ask them where they want to go afterward. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she turns and looks to the other two with, like, a raised eyebrow. Mill shrugs and is like, right, sounds legit. I- Mute. <laughs> I mean, I, I've never seen humanitarian work, but this feels like humanitarian work to me. I, I think it's a pretty good... This dolphin seems on the level. And it's paid humanitarian work, which is, I think, the important part for me. We're heroes. No response. Oh, all right. But I really do, after this, want to ask this dolphin's parents if they know what their child is doing when they're not looking. Saving a life. All right. Unmute. Okay. Yay, you'll do it? Yes. Woo. Sending coordinates. Bloop. I don't know about you, but I feel like that was a successful conversation. <laughs> Antoinette just looks side-eye. I mean, we've had worse. I suppose. Well, these coordinates are incredibly useful. Yeah, where are they? Uh, they are on... And let's come up with a sector name. What do we think the sector is called? The Forge? Hey. hey! Oh, yeah, this is it. <laughs> it looks like a subwoofer. I love it. <laughs> oh, love it. Beautiful. <laughs> it wow. is a planet that has been turned into a giant subwoofer. Oh, <laughs> man, I bet it vibrates, too. In space, everyone can hear your drop. So I think from here we get to do the job. Hey! Oh, boy! So give me a general sense of how you are going to do the job. Is it going to be sneaky? Is it going to be loud? Well, we do have a fancy person on board, so perhaps we could uh, employ a little subterfuge on this one. Oh, who's that, dear? (laughs) Oh, I just wanted to hear you say it, that's all. I'm just saying, uh, I'm just saying Ula here's got a certain... Ula! ...level of style. I mean, she does. I am cult royalty, in a sense. In a sense. But you have more dresses. It's okay, Ula. I, I I generally associate fanciness with the amount of times I've been yelled at for sitting on things, and uh, tally marks are significantly in Ula's favor right now. It's true. She does more yelling than I do. I say when Ula hasn't yelled at all. One of us could, say, pose as a pop star to get in the door. That's not a bad idea. Um, Or, I thought, Zippy... You could always be going there to repair some of their equipment. And blow up the station. Good idea. After we get the pop star out. You know, frankly, the blow up thing was a joke, and I'm a little worried that it didn't land as one. But... You just don't have that sort of inflection. I'm generally neutral on large-scale destruction. I would really prefer we clear the area out, maybe set off an alarm first, but you know... Fine, fine. We won't blow it up. It's fine. On purpose. Unless necessary. I feel much better now. All right, so we we can get in the door pr- probably pretty easy. The The trick is finding uh, our target. I feel like in that case, we'd look for the place with the most security. 
perhaps there's like a recording session or live event we could invite ourselves to. I mean, it would we would have to know about it, but perhaps we can find out. So yeah, I would like everyone to uh, establish one thing that you learn through your research about the job. In the normal game, we would roll for this, and we would have contacts to dig through and all that jazz. But to speed it along and to give us a little bit more creative freedom, you just tell me a thing about the Starforge. A recording studio. Yep, it is a massive recording studio the size of a planet. Given that Mill's whole background is in ship repair or cobbling together hulks that don't work to make something to sell to people that usually doesn't work after the first day <laughs> uh i feel like he he would have more of an affinity for you know being the car guy but space um so i feel like uh it would be easy to find out like where the the good ones where, where the fancy hot rods are being parked and that's probably going to indicate the area of the forage where you're going to have the more high roller artists at they're probably going to be more likely at least in that hemisphere <laughs> Um, I think that Antoinette would probably have a a person that she can briefly contact, someone that she she leaves to go to her actual quarters and not her med bay, and um, someone who might have an idea, who maybe once was there because they're, you know, rich and they do that thing where they get to go wherever they want and make whatever kind of friends they want to make. So she could probably, you know, sort of, slyly ask some questions about the inside and also determine a sort of um, place to start if they were going to look for Eva. So Ula, as mentioned, grew up in a cult. It's called the Ordo Ordu. And it's kind of, it's a very boring cult, at least uh, the the front facing part of it, where it's all about really boring self-help stuff and like, complicated bs like mantras and manuals um but you know it's the kind of cult that people can just join without a lot of stigma which is why a lot of celebrities again can't join up so ula you know pulls on some strings there to talk to some folks who have done some recording there and learns that there is a party there's always a party there's one large party that moves around the forge it's like its own sort of substation my god it's the eterna party yeah and you know it very like it varies depending on time uh and she can pull up the schedule uh all right so between the three of you you have eva gold rush you have the circling uh party satellite the what is the name of the satellite the hammer oh there you go ah. perfect we have the hammer the party satellite satellite um, we know that the big central uh, orb at the core is the recording studio proper, where it blasts out music to the whole galaxy. And that is where Evergold uh, Rush would be kept. We get a quick cut of the party. We uh, get you guys docking into the station proper through these massive hexagon-like light patterns. You set down. Everyone gets out. Describe your fancy party clothes. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Antoinette was born for this day. <laughs> she is... Um, I don't think I've described her at all. So she is um, definitely a shorter lady, but um, 
rounder, um, much curvier, and she's got like a very nice, um, sleek dress on that is very fashion forward, but very um, understated. I feel like whereas everybody else has like, you know, really cool cyberpunk stuff going on with like flashing lights and their clothes and all that kind of stuff, you know, the really fancy people, I mean, uh, she probably just has a little bit of that. It's very classy. And um, her like dark curls are, are all done up and she's got like bright fuchsia lipstick on. She's, she's born for this moment. And of course heels. She click clacks everywhere she goes. So Ula is wearing, I think, like a short red dress with fishnets, black like knee high boots and like a short red leather jacket, like a like one of those like fashion jackets. If you know what I mean, there's there's probably a word for that. that isn't fashion jacket. But, you know, the thing that I'm talking about. Um, yeah, I do. <laughs> Uh, she's sort of medium height, medium build. Her hair is bone white and her skin is very pale and like has a almost a lavender cast to it. She probably has some like slightly punky makeup on. Mill, uh, after being talked down of out of just the jumpsuit, has ripped one in half that is slightly newer so it has more color to it so it can act as pants <laughs> and puts that on over the faded gray one uh and then rips one sleeve off the faded gray one to expose an arm which is hard to tell at first because mill's very very pale uh and he scrounged around his quarters for a little bit and found a bunch of leds that he has fixed to some of the mission patches on the top of the jumpsuit. So it all kind of co- it looks like a painfully intentional cyberpunky outfit, but it's actually just junk he found lying around his quarters. Uh his shtick of being the repair guy kind of fits with having a duffel bag or at least a small bag. And I think that's where our risky position comes in as y'all are moving through this party, making your way to the uh the VIP shuttles. A guard spots you in your duffel bag and is heading across the party to you. Uh, who spots this guard and what do they do? I think probably I spot him. And since it's a party, I just engage like it's a party and spin him onto the dance floor. All right. Oh, I like this. That sounds like a roll. It does, and it's probably something I'm not good at. <laughs> Isn't that the way it always goes? Yeah, I just walked into that. That's probably consort. Yeah, consort or command. I could oh, see. I might take a command. I have a free dot in that. Yeah, there's a difference between do you want to dance with me and dance with yeah, me. It's, it's definitely the <laughs> latter. Quick, quote the song, shut up and dance with me. That always works. <laughs> hmm. Would you consider this person to be vulnerable in this situation? It's kind of a surprise attack in that it's not an attack. <laughs> Of, of dance. <laughs> of all the people here, probably not the most vulnerable this, to this direct. They are definitely uh, going to be like, hey, no, don't touch. Okay. <laughs> I, am, I am a security guard. <laughs> I do not dance. Well, then let's see what one die will do. Huh? Four. So from a risky position, uh, you do it, but there's a consequence. Is the consequence that we're separated? Yeah, that definitely sounds like it. A complication occurs. The other two make it to the shuttle 
and the shuttles are automated. So they get on board, the shuttle door closed, and then they look around, and you are not there. I'm not. I'm not great at math, but I, I think we're one short, Antoinette. I, uh... Oh, you didn't see? Oh, Ula was tearing up the dance floor. Oh, I wish I'd recorded it. I'm gonna just really talk to her all about that later and really embarrass her. In the I, meantime, I feel like our monthly security talks about not recording when we're on a heist are not really working here (laughs) i really just want to save that i've never seen her dance um i will pull my little communicator like probably out of like the the bust line of my dress i'm sure she has a lot of stuff just stuffed in there always dramatic i'm ignoring you and (laughs) she just sticks it in her ear and she says ula dear we we've made it to the shuttle so if you could just you know uh foxtrot your way over here mm-hmm. is, what is that a drink comes across <laughs> she's on her way she's just going to you know take her time so we should absolutely not stand here and look suspicious while we wait for her doors closing in three seconds you hear over the sound of music as Ula. Uh, tell me who is your rival on your deadly friends list. Uh-oh. Aya, an assassin? An old lover still fond of you, question mark? <laughs> <laughs> I love the question mark. Perfect. You see, positioned at the bar, leaning backwards against it, in a fancier dress than you remember them, but them clear as day, Aya, an assassin. Oh, jeez, you had that one right in the chamber. <laughs> who spots you, (laughs) clinks the glass onto the table and begins crossing the dance floor with purpose. Can, uh, can, from from the shuttle door, can we see this? As it's closing. You have to make a choice here to either, you're either inside or outside the shuttle, but I think as the doors close, you see through the glass this occurring. Is there there a panel I could potentially hack to get the doors open? (laughs) Or like a stop elevator button? Yeah. Go ahead and make make me a roll for that. All right, let's figure out what I roll for to this. To override the automated driver. So would that be rig? Uh, yeah. All right, so two. Do you have uh, equipment you would like to use? Uh, actually, yeah, I do have two hacking, so I'll just use one of my hack tools. So is that one more die? Uh, yes. Okay, all right, we're going with three then. That'd be a five and two ones. Yikes. <sighs> all right, the five's the only one that matters. Uh, so yeah, you do it. Um, it's risky. You do it, but there's a consequence. So I think what happens is you like quickly flip open a panel, uh, cut two wires. Somebody behind you is like, "Hey, what are you doing?" And as they do that, the doors open up, and the ship uh, disengages from the dock <laughs> at the same time. There's just a lot of wind, and you are hovering about five feet from the uh, from the door. And there's a general panic from behind you. Well, that'll do it. (laughs) Oh, could you not have... Okay. And all of the signs, like all the little, like, vid screens in here and, like, the where this docking next thing all turn to error, error, (laughs) error. I think what Antoinette is going to do is she's going to quickly turn around to everyone who's in the shuttle with them and and panicking, and she's going to to say, oh, so sorry, he... He's trying to fix it it looks like he cut a wrong wire and uh it'll be just a moment folks just a moment everyone's a critic all right yeah that sounds like a roll concert or sway 
but you could do either. I have one dice in here, so this is very bad, everyone. So, oh no, I'm holding my breath. Five. Hey. I think we do that. So we're going to put ourselves into a controlled position here. Uh, you have command of this room. However, station-wide uh, security AI has an inkling that y'all are not supposed to be here. We will start a clock with eight segments and tick the first one. Uh, if that gets full, uh, we will start our Grand Theft Auto <laughs> stars <laughs> no. in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> and um, as she's sort of finishing up with this, uh, Antoinette is going to touch the communicator in her ear again, and she's going to say, Ula! <laughs> and that's when we cut back to Ula as uh, Aya is drawing from the cane... A sword. Oh, it's like that. <laughs> oh, it's like that. <laughs> the edge pulses blue. <laughs> this sounds like a problem that I don't want to deal with. So I'm going to wave at her like a really cheerful, friendly, oh, it, how long has it been? And then just step back and attempt to disappear into the crowd. <laughs> All right. That sounds scrambly to me. What do you think? Sounds like either scramble or skulk, which are the same thing. So here's that one die. I do that at parties all the time, so. It's a four. It's a four. So I think you can get away, but Ava interrupts the dance in such a way as to up this clock. I think I'm going to take that. All right. That's a problem for later yep. us. <laughs> that is a problem for later you. Uh, so behind you on the dance floor, you hear a few small like, oh, you hear, where is she? There is a kerfuffle happening as you uh, have in view the floating transport. Yeah, I'm going to try to. So that's their door is open. Yep. Yeah, the doors are both open here and to the shuttle. And between you and them is five feet of void. Oh, you can definitely make this jump. Yeah, probably. I'll definitely probably make <laughs> definitely, that jump. Probably. It's going to be that same one die, I think. Is there any way I can help? Like, hold out an yeah. arm for her? And- mm-hmm. You can uh, assist. Let's see. How does that work? Help you. For one bonus die, you can get assistance from teammate. They take one stress and say how they help you and give you plus one die. Yep. Okay. All right. I'm going to do that because... If Ula rolls a one, that's bad, everyone. It is bad. That's Especially bad. considering I that's did already bad. roll that But die. exciting. Okay, then the second die. Oh, good. It's a six, because that first one was a one. <gasps> Yay! Nice one, Doc. She's doing it. Uh, and I think you do it with increased effect. Make it on board. Door's shut, and the shuttle begins to descend into the core. Mill's, like, shaking his left hand that got shocked when he messed up hacking. Just like, Ugh. That got a little spicier than intended. You know, all in all, I think it went well. Are you talking about your dancing, dear, or...? Sort of. Uh, yeah, there's definitely... You know how sometimes you go to a party and there's someone there that you didn't think you were ever going to see again? And it's not the good kind of that? No. Yeah. I do. Was it an ex? Yeah. I didn't actually think that I would be right, but that's exciting. <laughs> She's kind of yeah, laughing. Yeah, it's a... Mostly because I don't think she ever pictured that Ula would have an ex. It's kind <laughs> of a murderous ex, so, you know, keep that in mind. 
Oh. Y'all don't do anything in half measures, do you? Why would we? Yeah. Fair. Why would we? We're not having a murderous act sounds like one reason. Uh, it's about the journey. <laughs> it's about the murderous axes we make along the way. <laughs> Shuttle arriving at the forge. Pew. The doors open. People pile out confused, like five people in rich, fancy clothes go and begin accosting some poor clerk who has no idea what he's... He's just confused. Y'all aren't supposed to be here. Security! But you know that you have to make it to the main elevators, which are just down the hall. And from there, you can make it to the core, where all of the recording studios are. Okay, so since Antoinette is neither bothered by a all-white, too-clean space... And she is the one who got the the info on where to go. She's going to lead the way. All right. Mill's going to make click, it. Clack, click, 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 click. All right, time to don my disguise. And he just takes out a little switch and flicks it, and the LEDs turn off, and now he's just, just a repair guy. Ooh, I wouldn't have recognized you if I didn't already know. And she turns around and just, when her face is away from him, just a line for a mouth. Kula nods, like, absolutely perfect. Master Disguise. All right, there's the angriest booping coming from behind you. (laughs) As a small uh, discus-like droid is following the footprints of Mill, angrily scrubbing until it gets up to your feet and just begins, like, bouncing into you and just beeping wildly. Hey, these are my good boots. What are you... I think the cleaner's mad. I'm sorry. I mean, it it has a point. Do I? leans, like, right down to it in a very, like, conciliatory fashion. Says, I'm sorry, you know how the technicians are. Um, Make me a a consort or sway. What do you think? Uh, Sway's what I got, so. All right. It's less bad that way. Oh, that's a five. Hey. All right. So, yeah, I think um, you managed to calm it down, but then a little spray nozzle pops up the top, and it just sprays cleaning fluid on the three of you, and it scoots off angrily. These are my good boots. Uh, this is going to ruin the patina. <laughs> Antoinette is, like, frozen where she is, and she's so upset that she's, like, sizzling as she just tries to wipe off her stuff. What's the matter, Antoinette? I thought you liked being clean. Willa grabs her by the elbow. We should keep moving. You're the one who had to stop and talk to the robot. We can discuss this later. But if you want to escort me, that's fine, dear. That's fine. No need to be mad because Ula practiced basic politeness with the robot. She's escorting me. I'm not mad at all. And she very much just takes Ula by the elbow instead. You know, the little... Her, her hand in Ula's elbow, and then she keeps leading the way. Right, and at the end of this long, clean hallway, you come to a T-section, where you see a in front of you is an elevator, to the right of that is an elevator, to the left of that is an elevator, and all the way down, as far as the horizon goes, is a long hallway of elevators on either side of you. So, which one is it? Um, I don't know, GM. Which one is it? (laughs) (laughs) I like this con. This might pay off. 
All of the elevators look exactly the same. Uh, there are no distinguishing features to said elevators. You figure any elevator will do. I pick a one completely at random. Scientific, and I like it. Yes, yeah. She makes it look like it's a very intense decision. So just three over. Do, 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 do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> click, clack, click, clack, right. click, clack. Yeah, you walk up to the elevator and uh, the doors open up once you get within a certain distance. And inside is a glass room with it's completely mirrored except for a small white panel with a little chip reader um zippy dear can you (sighs) she like taps on the 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 chip reader he just like starts rummaging around in in the bag all right suddenly i'm the most important member of the team Uh, so i guess i'm gonna try and rig this all right. Uh, are you going to open it up and look inside, or are you going to try and, like, hack it? How how are you going about this? Uh, given that it's a chip reader, I, I've i got, um, I was, I'm envisioning, like, a little little circuit board that's got a chip on it already that I can tweak to make it say the right things to the computer. All right, so that would be this many. All right, so let's go with you. All right, so as you approach it and you look it over, you have a sudden realization that this is, uh... Really fancy new tech. The entire inside of it is crystal. The chip reader is a resonating frequency of some sort. And it expects that you are going to put in a, some manner of MP3 file. Y'all, I'm a little out of my league. <laughs> so from a hacking standpoint, you are at a limited or you are at a no effect. And you're in a risky position. Uh, you will need to use all of your moxie. Y'all, this thing wants me to put Darude Sandstorm in here or something. Hang on. I love that song. Of course you do. Are you, is it going to play when you put it in there, too? <laughs> of course. There's a tiny speaker on the circuit board. <laughs> so he, he takes the, the rigged chip and plugs it in and takes a little interface device, and you hear the, the familiar clicking sounds of a select wheel from an original iPod. <laughs> And he's, he's looking, and he, uh, so I'm going to roll these. All right, here we go. Oh. <laughs> so the click, 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 and then you just hear a really, really tinny, really, really bad speaker. Uh, I got a six. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Sandstorm begins to play. Antoinette starts jamming a little. The door is shut, and this elevator begins to descend at fantastic speed. Uh, while it does, Antoinette's going to use the mirror to make sure that the cleaner didn't mess up her makeup and her hair. Mill's going to look straight ahead and do his best not to give away. He can't tell if the quick descent is the is like the result of his hacking messing up or if it's something the elevator's supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> and so after some time, the elevator comes to an abrupt stop. The doors open and standing in front of you are two guards uh, in full base armor, like very Stormtrooper-looking-esque with a face mask, and they both simultaneously ask, Hey, who are you? Ula steps to the front of the group and just looks at them, says, We're with the Entourage, and I'm going to use Psy Dancing, which is an ability I have. Uh, You may push yourself to cloud a target's mind and sway them in the face of contradictory evidence. Ooh. Spend one stress for each additional feature. Uh, one, they have only vague memories of the event. And two, it works on a small group. So I think that 
Uh, I will probably use both of those, and it's the base stress is two for pushing yourself, if I have that correct. Uh, yes. So, yeah, that's the thing I do. And you know what? I'm going to use one of our gambits to give myself three dice for this. Sounds good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, I got a six in there. Woo! Nice. Nice. The crew can't see this because Ula is perfect, purposefully not facing them, but her eyes essentially like look like that scene in 2001, the hyperspace scene. Oh. It's an intense thing to look at. It's Ula all the way down. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, they both just start. Uh... Very good. Very good. And we just makes sense to me. We just walk past them. I just love it when you do that. She just follows, steps around them, and then uh, as we head down the hallway towards, there were just those two standing on opposite sides of the hallway. There's one big door down at the end of this particular hall. As we approach, music gets louder. You hear singing uh, on the other end of this door, and who is opening the door? It, does it sound like it is Eva Goldrush's singing? Yes, it's Eva Goldrush singing a song you've never heard. Should uh, are we going? Which for is like... impressive because you have all the CDs and you've been keeping up on their live stream performances where they do like the, the underground stuff, yeah, the stuff yeah. that they make it onto an album. Yeah, I have. So <laughs> Antoinette definitely considers stopping everyone until the song's over because she wants to listen to it. Are we going for flashy or should we uh, maybe? Uh, this is where I. I have spy tools on my uh, loadout, and what that actually is is I reach into my bag and pull out just a clipboard with a random form attached to it. <laughs> we could uh, shake, uh, mill shakes the clipboard. We could just uh, be showing up for repairs. Sounds correct. Sure, dear. Whatever you think's best. All right, and so she's only half paying attention because she's listening. <laughs> so Mill goes to open the door. All right, uh, the door opens to a recording booth. Uh, you see a couple sound engineers in there listening to uh, Eva on the other side of this large plexiglass uh, window with a bunch of charts and various graphs and little modulation signs projected onto it. And as you enter, uh, they all turn to look at the three of you and say, couldn't you see the sign? And they point uh, up to above the door where it says, recording in progress. Mill looks at the sign and looks at them and he says... I can see the sign, but I can also see this. And he taps the clipboard, and he's like, "We're getting feedback all all out the wazoo up there. We need <laughs> you need we need to stop this and fix things." Uh, yeah, make me a command. That sounds very commandy. Very commandy. Like, uh, luckily, you are telling them that your job is more important than their job. All right, and I don't think I have anything else to modify that. Really, you could use a gambit. You could use a gambit. All right. Do you have right, any uh, points in command? I have one. Okay. All right, so that makes it two die, I think. All right, here we go. That would be a four. <laughs> All right. So a four. You do it, but there's a consequence. Uh, and uh, the one who looks like he's in charge goes, "I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to okay this with uh, the higher ups," and turns to head for a phone. Or like a comm system on the wall. <laughs> Thank you for specifying that. <laughs> yep. You gotta specify everything. Space phone. Space phone. A phone. He flips open his space phone. <laughs> space flip phone. He opens up WhatsApp. 
No, it, it, it is the flip phone. He flips open a flip phone. <laughs> flip communicator. <laughs> he flips open his communicator and puts it to his face. He's about to make a call. Who's doing what? Got the old model, huh? Uh, how many people are in this room? Three. Three? That's not many. Including mm-hmm. Eva? Eva is on the other side of glass. So oh, okay. Not okay. Eva. So two techs and the person in charge. Eva is singing their heart out. Has not paid attention to anyone coming or going. Three. Yeah, I'm going to... Probably time for this. I'm going to grab the nearest two and smash their heads together. (laughs) All right, do it. (laughs) All right. So that's two for scrap. Uh, One for wrecking crew. When striking melee, you have plus one die. Would you consider them vulnerable? (laughs) Yeah, they're... They're sound engineers. All right, so I am. They're nerds. Rolling four here. Boy, and I topped out at a four. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and delete the uh, ID'd by the fuzz, because I think the consequence here is that sets off. Can I resist that? Yes. Yes, you can resist that. All right. Tell me how you resist that. Like, because what what I figured was going to happen was the one who's on the phone... Mm -hmm is just going to yell for backup. Yeah, I just, like, physically throw myself into him, like, using the momentum from that first attempt, just, mm-hmm. like, lurch in and knock him down, hopefully sending All right. the uh, communication device flying across the room. All right, and uh, I think he's going to scramble for it. So go ahead and roll me a, a physical to resist that. All right. Or the prowess, I guess. Yeah, a prowess to resist. Five. All right, you take one stress. All right, put me at five. And he is going for that phone. Uh, what? Somebody else make a make a thing. Um, Do a thing. Uh, <laughs> can I step on it with my heel? Yeah, love it. Yeah, you may. Make me. Uh, make me either a. Scrap or a scramble in order to smash it before he can get his hands on it. I have a single scrap or scramble, so I'm going to burn one of the gambit dice also. All right. In order to do this. Oh, roll the same dice because they've been rolling well for me. So don't fail me now, okay? 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 Fuck, it's a four. (laughs) All right. So I think you smash it before you can get his hands on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he was in mid-call, and suddenly a lot of noise happened, and we cut to uh, whoever he was talking to upstairs, and he's like, hmm, weird. Send somebody to check on them. And we get two guards walking their way to the elevators, uh, but they will take some time to get here. We cut back to the individual, just hands reaching for the phone. Smash! Well, who are you people? <laughs> And Antoinette is, you know, holding up the, or, you know, just sweeping aside her skirt so that she can look down at the phone and go, oh, oops. Silly me. No, my friend's list. I slam his head into the floor. Oof. (laughs) He goes out cold. Okay. And uh, the singing has stopped. The music continues to play, but there's no voice to it. And Eva is looking at the three of you like, (sighs) Mill checks something Uh off of the fake form for no reason. I, I'm going to wave to Eva. I also wave. And then uh, <laughs> they are going to 
gesture to a door that's connected to the recording booth. But it's like a big old vault door. You There's like two layers and what is clearly like a vacuum area in between. And Eva's like, can you let me out? Y'all are the ones who... This is so exciting. Mill Mill leans <laughs> over to the like technician mic and just holds down the button. A dolphin sent us to free you. Don't worry. Yes. So the dolphin. This is so good. So the whole fan site thing probably checks out now. It uh, seems to right. check out. All right. Yeah. 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 Who would have Who would have pegged a six year old? I thought it was brilliant. They're brilliant and adorable, but more importantly, they don't have a social security card yet. And thus aren't trackable. Are, are, is this some... Oh. Are, I feel like we just... Ste- this is suddenly brilliant. We, we've just stepped into a larger world. Okay, let's open the door. All right, is there any, like... Is, I take it it's not a fallout situation where you just going to spin a handle? <laughs> nope. <laughs> it's the most complicated lock you've ever seen in your days. Uh, Can I somehow study it and figure it out? Is that a way I can use this action? Or <laughs> uh, Yeah, no, that, uh, we're still in a risky position. And uh, you would have no effect to start with because unless you can give... Like, it is a big fancy lock designed very much to ke- keep Eva in here at all times. If you would like to study, you might need to push yourself. Use um, some gambits to upgrade your position. Yeah, I, I'll... I guess do whatever I can to sort of study and see if I can tell, like, where fingers normally touch on it. Like, if it, there's something that's worn out. Yeah. It, that sounds like yeah. something y'all can do together. Yeah, could okay. I assist with that? Yeah. Um, in that situation, uh, one player can take one stress to add a bonus die. Yeah, I can do that. I got stress to spare. While they're doing that, I'm going to make sure that the door we came in through is closed. And, you know, clear the bodies from around it you know make sure everything's sort of out of sight secure things you shove three unconscious people under the under the keyboards yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm so glad you've played enough video games to think yeah i've that. actually been playing a lot of hitman and that's kind of I was all about i've been thinking about joke like is there is there just like a bin here that i can toss them in <laughs> the recycling bin of course i was just gonna make a joke about taking their outfits, and then I realized that might be a good idea. Oh, shit. This does beg the question, were they wearing, like, uniforms, or are we talking... Oh, yeah, they're definitely wearing uniforms. Okay, so it's not like a polo and and cargo short situation that real life would... (laughs) (laughs) It's it's like polo, cargo shorts, and then, like, fancy musician lab coats. (laughs) Musician? I want a musician lab coat. Yeah, you do. We all do. <laughs> yeah, I actually Absolutely. am going to steal one of their outfits. Um, so since I have two and Zipper gave me a third one, does that mean I'm rolling three dice? Uh, yes. Two fours. All right. All right. So I think you figure it out just as somebody gets pounding on the door. You need a handprint from two of these individuals along with their key cards to open the door. And outside you hear, open up it now. Boop, 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 boop. She's going to turn around really quick and see what Ula did and then go, oh, you're so smart. Um, <laughs> I, I crack the door just the tiniest amount. Can you not see that the light is on? <laughs> 
we are laying down gold here. Uh, yeah, make, make that roll. All right, that sounds like a sway. We have one gambit left. Yeah, I'm debating that. You know, I'm going to take it. I'm going to take, take it. it. Five? Uh, they both look at each other confused. You shut the door, and now you can he- barely hear on the outside of the door them arguing about what to do next. <laughs> you have bought yourself enough time to uh, get Eva out of the vault, to which Eva is very excited. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to meet who, Who's who? Oh, hi, dear. My name is Antoinette. And this is Zipper. I call him Zippy. He's very Zippy. No one calls and me Zippy. I call you Zippy. And this over here is Ula. Pleasure. Mm, pleasure. I'm glad we and- used our names in here. <laughs> yes. It's not like it's full of microphones and recording equipment or anything. Um, It is that. Oh, well, it's fine. We're getting out of here. Mm-hmm. So oh. I'm... I'm smashing. Maybe. Um, I'm guessing <laughs> by the gate thing that you don't tend to move around this place freely. No. That's why I had to hire you all through a six-year-old dolphin child. The robot has a point. Ula looks at her for a second, gets sort of a, like, sad look, and then says, All right, come here and put on some cargo shorts. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I've never worn cargo shorts. Yeah, They're good either. for cargo. What kind of cargo do you carry in these? Wrenches. Whatever you want. Guns. More wrenches. Ooh. Is there anything you want to take with you? You can take them in those cargo shorts. <laughs> Which just Eva takes a coffee cup <laughs> off the desk and sticks it in the cargo shorts. That's a very nice car- we have a cup. Set, we have a sentient artificial being, pop star, that we are putting in, in cargo shorts. Yes, and there's coffee leaking through the right pocket. Um, oh, is there a gonna... hat that we can throw on them, too? A hat on a square. Not unless one of you brought a hat with you. <laughs> I didn't bring a cube hat, actually, for once. It would smush my hair. I would I would not. Yeah. <laughs> my wardrobe is on the spaceship. Which spaceship? I don't know. Alrighty. Mm, that does make sense. Okay. Well, at least we kind of know where those are parked. Are there any other doors, like, ways out? Nope. I would I would think the prisoner would uh, have taken advantage of that if that was the case. Mm-hmm. Hey, Zip, do you remember that thing you said when we were making plans about an explosion? I mean, we could we could. Are there going to be fireworks? We could make that happen. I mean, maybe oh. less an explosion and more a sizable electrical fire. Uh yeah. That sounds incredibly dangerous. So what do we do? We just set this recording booth on fire and kind of run. Yeah, we can if we yeah, if we can hide near the door, let them come in and see the fire and run while they're looking at it. All right. Is that a thought? Uh yeah, I should be able to cross some wires. I mean, you know me, I, I like take things apart much as I put them together. You've definitely started some fires. All right, I think I'm going to take the two stress and push myself so I can roll 3 here. Uh all right. I think that covers everything. That'll be three fives. So you have done it too well. <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting a massive failure would be, wow, this actually is a much better sound deck now. <laughs> uh, you are in you a desperate per- position as you type in, like, you're like, all right, I just overclocked these, 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 and suddenly the room's on fire. And it's like spreading from station to station. Uh, and this is a big recording booth. This, um, 
looks kind of like like the NASA uh, control center. Mill just there's a there's a like a, a office chair there, right? Yes. Mill just calmly rotates around to face the other three and says, "Job's done." As station after station behind Mills just explodes. See, there's your fireworks, dear. She says to Eva, and then like. <laughs> Th- those are getting awfully close. Uh, yeah, we're going to get away from that. Yeah, at this point, Ula throws open the door, grabs the two guys by their shoulders, and, like, just shouts, run. What? It's on fire. Why is everything? <laughs> the base dropped. <laughs> Mill checks the box and m- mumbles, this is not up to code. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's better, that or Ula yelling but not yelling. <laughs> and I think I think we get this run, it's on fire, and uh, the next scene we see is you all standing on the ship. Back on your ship, at the dock, just covered in, like, burns. <laughs> and, like, somebody's hair is currently sizzling. Mm-hmm. The other sleeve is gone from my jumpsuit somehow. <laughs> One of Antoinette's heels has snapped. She's shorter on one side. Who is charred and sipping from another one of those opaque cups with the straw? That was exciting. Unfortunately, it looks like my bank account has been locked down. Also, we're wanted. Mm. I feel like I feel like we uh, have a mixed success here. I'm gonna go lock myself in my room forever now. I'm, you know, I'm just saying if we if we're already burning down. The largest uh, music production facility in the known galaxy. Maybe stealing a nicer ship would have been not out of our moral sphere at that point. Yeah, this is where all our stuff is. I, it, it, it good stuff. You, you qualify this as good stuff. Yes. You hear the slurping sound as Ula reaches the bottom of the cup <laughs> or something. <laughs> In space, everyone can hear your blood Capri Sun is out. (laughs) Blood Capri Sun. Oh, no. It has slightly less iron than a real Capri Sun. The intro and outro music for all IPM episodes is Morning Dew by Liquid and used under a Creative Commons license. The link is in the show notes. You can support International Podcast Month by a coffee or PayPal and by retweeting, sharing, and talking about the event using the IPM 2019 hashtag. Head on over to internationalpodcastmonth.com for the month-long blog and information on the event. International Podcast Month, celebrating creators, sharing listeners. 